This week on the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, you've recorded 12 songs. Do you release them as an album? Do you release it as a couple EPs? Do you just release track by track by track? We talk about the pros and cons of each one of those. Welcome to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, founded in 2011 and with over 500 weekly episodes, where Michael Brandvold and Jay Gilbert Two longtime music industry pros discuss the very latest trends, tools, and tactics that you Build need. Build a stunning band website in minutes with Banzoogle. Go to Banzoogle.com to start your free 30-day trial and use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY to get 15% off the first year of any subscription. Subscribe on YouTube, follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. You got Mike, you got Jay. We are loving this flying solo stuff because we get to talk about stuff we're dealing with like, like every day, every every, yeah. every week. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking we go back to some more like this where we talk about what's really going on. You know, we'll have guests every once in a while, but man, there's yeah. just so much that's constantly. I mean, you know, Jay, you've always said it, it's like our weekly conversations before we hit record. Well, mm-hmm. let's get back to that becoming the show. Are we yeah. in the conversation? I agree. Yeah. Um, so so before we get into this week's topic, just a shout out uh, and a massive thank you to Bruce and everybody at HypeBot and Bands in Town for all you do to support us and spread the word for the Music Biz Weekly podcast. And of course, to our sponsors, Bandzoogle.com. Benzoogle makes it so easy to build a stunning website and EPK for your music in just minutes. All the features you need are already built in, including dozens of fully customizable templates, tools to sell music, merch, and tickets commission-free, which, by the way, Benzoogle members have now surpassed $100 million in commission-free sales. That is amazing. Mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send newsletters integrations with Bandcamp, SoundCloud, YouTube, Bands in Town, and so many more, so you can easily add content from your other online profiles. And of course, Bandzoogle's got amazing live tech support from their musician-friendly team seven days a week. That means that tech support understands what you're actually trying to do. Okay, <laughs> that's that's big. <laughs> yeah, they sure do. Um, Plans at Banzoogle start at just $8.29 a month, and that includes hosting and your own free custom domain name. Music Biz Weekly Podcast listeners, head over to Banzoogle.com, sign up, and try it for free for 30 days. And when you sign up, make sure you use this promo code, MUSICBIZWEEKLY, all one word, MUSICBIZWEEKLY, and you'll get 15% off the first year of any subscription. That's Banzoogle.com, promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY. And of course, thank you to DiscMakers.com. As we all know, vinyl has been mostly a a label product up to now because of high prices and tight supply, meaning long lead times. If you don't have knowledge of how to make this happen, you might be looking at six months to get your vinyl albums. Um, so up till this week, 100 records at Disc Makers would have cost you $1,990. And that's a lot of money, 20 bucks a record. And it compares unfavorably to the cost of making 100 CDs, which you can get for just around 149 bucks. 
So disc makers have decided to rip the Band-Aid off and relaunch their entry-level vinyl strategy for an offer of 100 records for just $1,299. They want to truly democratize the vinyl market for DIY artists, and they believe Disc Makers is the only place that can execute and scale this. They have the ability and resources to do the marketing and scale the sales, graphics, and customer service resources required. So you thinking about vinyl, head over to Disc Makers, get yourself 100 vinyl LPs for just $1,299. Uh, Jay, so this week you, you threw the topic out and this is something you've been dealing with, but I've dealt with it. I've had many conversations about this. Yeah. It's, it's about what should developing artists release as far as configuration should you release a full length album before you really have demand for it or before you have an audience. Some people do. Should it be an EP, maybe three to five songs? Should it just be tracks? initially um, maybe four to six weeks in between um and i thought that'd be a fun topic to kind of talk to the pros and cons of each yeah you know and i thought i would i i almost have this conversation with every new client especially not 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 established clients they pretty much know what they're doing right um but it's the new artist the independent artist the first release or whatever it might be um and where I kind of can pique their their interest and get them really paying attention is not so much talking about the pros, but illustrating the different, not con, I wouldn't call them cons, but just the different issues you have to deal with in each format. So what, and the, and the two that kind of come up most is, okay, you've gone in and you've recorded 12 songs and you're thinking of releasing an album. One of the first things I ask him is, well, what is your plans moving forward after this? How quickly do you think you're going to be able to get back into the studio to follow up? You know, and, and honestly, some of them might be, we don't know. We put everything we got into this and this is it. And I'm like, okay, you, but you understand, you know, if you release an album, when that album's life cycle is done and, well, just for illustrative purposes, you got a three-month life cycle of that album, unless something really takes off. You've got nothing else to do now. You've got no other new music. You've got nothing. You're you're kind of dead in the water. So at that point, I go, what about breaking that 12-song album into two six-song EPs? Now we can we can market an EP. And when that's run its course in three to six months, a year, maybe you've got another EP in the can, ready to go immediately release it. And you keep, you keep your momentum going and maybe somewhere in there, you can figure out how to start working on some new recordings. So that's one consideration. The other one that I bring up when people are like, what about Mike, what if I release this 12 song album? What if I release it? 12 tracks, 12 individual tracks. I'm like, you know, that's, that's spreads it out. But I go, here's the big thing, Jay. And you know, as well as I do that we preach, what's your story for your release? What's the, the story is not the music. The story is not the new recordings. What's the story that's going to be. Why should anyone care? What's why should anyone care? 
So when you release an album, you really only have to come up with one story to market that album. I mean, yeah, if things take off, we might need to dig into a story for a second single and follow-up singles. But for the most part, you're, we're, we're building everything about this one release. Yeah. If you're going to take that and break that into 12 releases, which is what you're doing, even though they're only singles, it's 12 releases, you're going to have to come up with 12 stories. You're going to have to have a story for each release because the story for the first single can't use that same story, the same copy, the same pitch for single number two or track number three, track number four. It's got you got to you got to really get creative, and that also means you probably have to think about videos, PR. It's like every track is going to be its own mini release campaign. Yeah. There's that's not bad, but it creates more work. Yeah, and 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 it might mean creating, you know, more cover artwork for each single music video for each single a live performance video for each single a lyric video for each single a a a pitch story for each single and i go if we can come up with that if you've got the time and the resources to do that there's great benefits to doing it yeah but you've got to understand what what i try to convey is going in up front Let's understand yeah. what you got ahead of you if you make that decision. Yeah. Because again, you don't want to commit yourself to 12 individual track releases and run out of steam after yeah. track two. And then you're kind of just, where'd they go? What yeah, happened? I think you, you have to have planning in, in, in all of this. And it has to be appropriate to your level. If you're a developing artist, that means you probably don't have a lot of demand yet in the marketplace. And a lot of money. And a lot of money. So what do you, what can you do that's inexpensive and to help you grow your audience? I think consistency is key. Uh, we've talked about that. I think that singles or just single track releases can be very effective if you follow the blueprint that you just mentioned, which is you put together a mini campaign around each track. Each one. Right. And you have a plan for each one. So what is that narrative? What are the assets? Are you going to have banners made for it? Are you going to have, you don't have to have a lot of videos, but we're a visual world now. And you should have something, whether you mentioned a lyric video. Well, you should also have a pseudo video, meaning some people call it an art track. That's just the artwork of the song and the audio bed. And that's like on YouTube. And what's great about that is you can put the lyrics in the description. You can put a smart URL, things like that. So those are next to free and it really easy to put together. Lyric videos are very inexpensive. You don't need a super expensive concept video. And there was a great story in Billboard this last week by Elias Light and is talking about TikTok killing the video star. And basically we, we don't have an attention span anymore. So instead of spending your hard earned money on maybe a concept video, maybe make some shorter videos or at least make a video that you can chop up into bite-sized chunks. So I think that single release cadence can be very powerful over time. If it's consistent. A hundred percent. I mean, I, and, and I just want to make sure people are clear and understanding. I'm not saying you, there's no value to EP releases and single releases. It's just an, it's a different release structure 
than what maybe most people have grown up with an album release you release an album you release the first single off of it if you can get a little traction maybe you get to a second single if you're really lucky you can string it out to a third single um there's great value in these other formats but you really got it you you've got to think about what changes in your release strategy by changing the release format yeah it, that yeah. that's so that's so critical because I did I did work with an artist that was doing you know track by track release and I could feel within the team working it that by the third or fourth track the steam was running out of everybody in this team because it was just like okay you got everybody's full of energy and creative for track one and track two is pretty much the same way track three now we're sort of like okay we gotta we gotta change some things here because we're getting caught up in doing the similar routine you know by track four and five six seven unless you've really put some effort into it people are just like really yeah. it's another another track i thought you just released one i mean yeah. that, i, I kind of was i thought you just released something and you're doing it again yeah yeah, and and let's talk about streaming. It, it's a streaming world. Eighty percent of the eighty-seven percent of the business in the United States is on the streaming side. Yes, there's been a lot of talk lately about downloads on the countryside, but in general, it's really a streaming world and it's a track-based economy. But what some developing artists don't realize is that once your EP or album is out, or even you know once once you're let's say you put out a track. And when you put out your next track, think of it as overwriting the previous one, at least in the minds of the digital service providers, because before that track comes out, you know more about it than anyone. You know the narrative, you know what marketing you're putting behind it, if you're doing any targeted online ads, if you've got a, any publicity hits or sync or whatever it is, you know what's going on with that track better than anybody. But once it hits the street, now they know more about it than you do. And I'll use the example of Spotify. Now they know more about it than you do because they know who's playing it, how many times they're playing it, if they're skipping it, adding it to a personal library, where they're at, what device, I could go on and on and on. So there are ways that you you can't game the system, but you can optimize for it. And before we hit record, uh, Mike and I were talking about one particular release cadence that will sort of open your mind up to other possibilities because at the end of the day, you can do whatever you want. If you want to drop a track right away, you can do that. If you want to just do the whole album and drop that at one time, you can do that. But the, the uh, example that we were talking about was uh, a band that we both like, and they'd kind of been out of the market for a little while and they wanted to drop a full length album. Um, but we decided not to do that. And we decided to break that 10 song album up into two EPs and the first EP they, they were going to release, but release two focus tracks prior to that coming out. So you have something to talk about and it's anticipating. I think the rule is 50%. I don't think you can release more than 50% as focus tracks ahead of time. So now you've got focus tracks and EP number one, but then we had them record those same five songs reimagined, right? So then we released another EP couple of focus tracks ahead of time, and then the reimagined EP. 
Then after that, we took the reimagined EP and the regular EP, put them together as vinyl and CD. And then we repeated this whole process again, but instead of having a reimagined version, we had live, we had a live five song EP. And that lasted over 18 months of new music coming out, new things to talk about, why they were different. There was, a, to Mike's point, there was a different narrative for the live than there was for the reimagined than there was for the album. And it really helped revive them. And I'm not saying that you should follow that release cadence, but get creative. If you don't have demand in the marketplace, or maybe you've been out of the picture for a while, it's going to take a little bit of time and you can get creative. Yeah. You know, and, and I think what you just illustrated also shows is you have to understand very realistically, what are you capable of doing? Do yeah. you, I mean, you know, what you just described, you're going to need a team to help you with that. Oh, yeah. Look at all that can artwork you, for all those different can you, can, releases. Can you, afford, can you afford the team? Can you afford the different recording, ver, going out and recording the different versions? Do you have the, not just the, the money, do you have the time to yeah. go out and record all this stuff? Yeah. If If you can, if you're in a situation where you've got all of that, you can sit down with your team and get very creative of what you're going to do with 10 songs. Yeah. And you can, like you just illustrated, you can turn ba 10 basic songs into 18 months easily, yeah. easily. Yeah. And a lot of but, people have their own recording studio now, right? With their digital audio workstation. Yeah. So a lot of people can do that. Um, a lot of folks have access to good artwork and imagery, not everybody, but to your point, if you're putting out focus tracks, you're going to need to have covers for those focus tracks and then a cover for the EP and, and all of that. It's not right for everyone, but it's a different way of kind of looking at that release cadence. Yeah. And I, I think I think the most important takeaway from this discussion is just these options are out there, but it's not as simple as just saying, oh, hey, let's just do EPs. Well, understand what's involved in that. Oh, hey, we're yeah. going to release everything as tracks instead of an album. Great, but let's understand what that means. It's a different approach than if you just released an album. Yeah. And, and I don't think a lot of artists necessarily think about it from that side of things. They're just like, I got 12 tracks here. and Boy, if I release one track every six weeks... Holy crap, we got a long window here to promote yeah. an entire final album release. And it's yeah. just like, yeah, that is that's very true. Can you afford to keep your marketing team on for that length of time? Can you do you are you gonna be able to come up with that that story, that narrative for 12 yeah. different ones? Different narratives. Yeah. It can be challenging after the third or fourth one to go. Oh my God, what am I saying about this? I've already said it. Now, and, and keep in mind, because every everything is a release on its own, you might have interviews. Track number one, you got a bunch of interviews. You want to do an interview with the same people for track number two? It's got to be a completely different interview. No one's going to yeah. talk to you if all you're going to talk about is the same stories you shared six weeks right. ago <laughs> and even if you had different stories i don't know if a, a 
outlet would want to have you back on i mean typically they want to talk about an album you know on a lot of these bigger sources another thing is just sort of the planning of that release cycle because you were talking about you know if you just put out that album you're you're sort of done now you know you can't release focus tracks off an album after it's been out um so it has to be pre-release so i always tell artists especially in the summertime think about recording a holiday track while you're in the in the studio well, right that 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 that's 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 the whole point that i started with it's like you recorded these 12 songs what do you what are your op what are your opportunities moving forward to record more yeah if 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 it's not a problem to go in because you got your own studio that's great we can now get creative but right. if you come back and say yeah we don't have our own studio and every dollar we put into recording this album was it yeah and we're not going to be able to record anything for maybe two years or maybe you do have your own studio mike and but you haven't written new songs and what i loved about like recently i was watching the rock band uh ghost and they have this incredibly uh successful album and tour but it it is so successful that now they've been away from that album release for a while so you know what they did they put out an ep of covers because it takes less time you know they don't have to write and work out all the parts and all that they can just kind of reimagine these covers and if you need to be in the marketplace you know we talked about live recordings we talked about reimagined or acoustic recordings we talked about there there's so many different things that you can do with what you already have as far as remixing them there are ways to stay in the marketplace there exactly i i had a client that 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 went through this the, you know they released their first album they were recording their second album and and while that was going on they had done a live show where they had actually gotten a professional video recording of that live show. I said, is that audio good enough that maybe you take it into a, you, the studio that your buddy owns and you just kind of tweak it and sweeten it up? And, you know, we just release uh, a five, six song live EP just to keep the momentum going of talking about something while album two is being wrapped up and put in the can. And that's what that's what we ended up doing, you know, and and actually in that case, the live EP, although it was released to all the DSPs, the primary push was, hey, you're a fan. You're waiting for album number two. Go download our, our EP for free. Just give us your email address and we'll give you the the album, the e- live EP for free. Yeah. So, you know, you, you gained some emails, you kept your your activity going and you utilized, you know, I'm a big person who loves repurposing content. You did a live show and you got a live video of it because you wanted some videos to use for promotional use. But guess what? The audio was actually pretty damn good. And for minimal or maybe no money, it becomes a live release. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a really fun tactic. Um, It was in the UK what they do is they release a CD single, right? And I know we're in a digital world, but you'll like this tactic. They released this CD single and it had the single, but it also had a live version of it on the CD, which is cool, right? But it came in a dual digipack. And in the other slot, there was a piece of cardboard. And it said that the next single was coming out in two months. 
And if you were a fan of this artist, you had to buy that second single, right? Got so you bought the, the first set. one, then in a couple of months, then you bought that and you put it in that case. And now it was complete. And they did that several times. And I bought a couple of these because I got live versions that I never would have gotten otherwise. And I'm a completist. You know, you are too. You know, with your favorite bands, you got to have everything that they put out. So you can get creative with how you release music and make it collectible and make it fun. And, you know, for your merch table, when you play live, it doesn't have to be this boring old, I just drop an album on this day and then I'm done. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's, that's a good way to wrap this up. It's important to think just because the record industry for decades was built on an album release cycle doesn't mean that's what you've got to do. You mentioned it earlier, Jay, that you can release anything you want, whenever you want, however you want. There are no rules. And don't feel like you just got to follow tradition or follow what the big boys are doing. No, I mean, you got to look at your individual situation and go, man, maybe I can get twice the mileage out of this 12 songs as two EPs rather than one album. Yeah. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe you can get even more mileage if you can afford to to run it for 12 months, 18 months, and release track by track by track. Yeah. There, there, if it works, there's nobody, there's no rules that say you can't do it. That's right. That's right. Um, I would love to get a little feedback from any any of our, our listeners or viewers. You know, what what mindset what was your thinking vert when you were deciding whether you wanted to release an album versus eps versus tracks what drove you from one format one release type to the other and what did you experience yeah in 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 doing that you know did you learn something did you discover something that you didn't anticipate um would you do it again I'd love to get feedback from people who have actually done it. Yeah. Cool. All right, everybody. One more quick shout out to Bruce and everybody at Hypebot and Bands in Town. And of course, to our sponsors, Bandzoogle.com and Discmakers.com. Thank you so much. And that's it. The Music Biz Weekly Podcast. We will see everybody next week. Industry professionals listen to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. If you have a product or service and would like to reach this audience, Get in touch with Michael or Jay to discuss sponsorship opportunities. For Music Biz Weekly, provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.